Hey there, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Brooks. Join me as I sit down and chat with co-hosts, friends, and carefully curated guests and talk about all the things that empower you to become your best and most confident self. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back. So today, I thought it'd be quite interesting to just kind of talk about some of the challenges and some of the situations that we might find ourselves in as we embark on this journey, right? This new year, these new goals, these new ventures that we're excited or possibly even anxious about going into this brand new year, this new season. And so I'd love to know, are you feeling stuck? Are you struggling? Are you finding yourself in a place where just letting go of the things that no longer serve you just really feel super, super hard? And do you also find yourself running from pain and grief of change? And the reason I ask this is because this is something that has really come to mind in my own personal experience, but also from many of you that I've been connecting with and just hearing your stories and just listening to what is really happening. You know, sometimes we have to just get outside of ourselves and really listen and connect to others to find not only the support, but also to be honest, that validation to know that we're not alone. And in today's episode, though, I really want to talk about that. So we'll be navigating the difficult processes of just really letting go and how gratitude is such a powerful teacher that throughout our journey to self-discovery and growth, how much of just remaining in that state of, of gratitude can really open our hearts and minds to what could be versus trying so hard to hold on to something that once was. So with today's episode, it really is about finding that inner strength and that resilience to let go and make room for these new beginnings. And so as many of you, and including myself, we all know that the one of the most difficult parts of life is letting go. You know, we hear about it, but really what does that mean? I think for me, you know, when we look at letting go, it's things that have brought us that joy and embracing grief and loss and pain that come with it. So when we let go, we have to think of it as there's things that have happened to us that have served its purpose. And those are the pieces that we could choose to pick up and carry forward with us in this next year, this next season, this next chapter, whatever that looks like in your life, but also in a way of letting go of what no longer serves you so that you can, you know, make that headspace or just having that bandwidth to really be open to new things, new ideas, new relationships, new ventures, newness, right? Like all of that. And so I think, you know, when we look at it from that perspective, we have that power to choose and how we choose to see these experience and opportunities for growth and new beginnings really comes down to kind of where is our mind space? Where is that head space? Are we making that room to let in all the goodness that life has in store for us? Or are we choosing to hold on to, again, the what was in hopes that maybe someday it will return with hopes that maybe someday it'll all pan out. But holding on is also like we're straddling two lives. What once was versus what could be. And something that for me personally that I'm, you know, realizing, and sometimes you don't realize this until, you know, hindsight, right? It's always our best teacher. 
But sometimes in hindsight, we look at it and say, well, if we're holding on to what once was, we're putting our hope and faith into something that has already proven that it hasn't worked out or at least yet. But then there's also the straddling of that life of what could come, what could be possible. But yet we don't know what that future can hold unless we let go of what our current past or present is happening. And that's something that when I was looking back over these past several months and just kind of taking personal inventory and accountability of how I am here, right? How am I in this today's living experience? And I think it's important that we all kind of take a few moments to kind of reflect and ask ourselves that, you know, whether things are going exceptionally well or exceptionally poor, right? We find ourselves in these places, but if we don't take that time to really look inward and say, wow, this is incredible. I want more of this. How can I create more of this? Or wow, this is really painful. How can I create less of this? Right? So having that inner conversation, but being present and aware to actually listen in. And I think that that is, you know, really part of today's message is to be still and really listen in. So if you're anything like me and we start this new year, it can feel, well, either overwhelming, it could feel anxious, or it could be a time of excitement, right? So all of those feelings exhibit the same effects in our body, but it's what our mind chooses to put that energy and attention towards as we continue focusing in those areas. But for me, this year, after coming out of probably one of the hardest years of, I would say, my life, personally and professionally, I am choosing to look at it from this point as a time of rebirth, of regrowth and reinvention, a time to be excited. And I think for creatives such as myself, it can feel like an endless playground, a chance to make something from nothing. And that is just truly, truly exciting to me because personally, I love this. It's like a blank slate and we get to create whatever we want of it. And that's, again, a choice. But in all honesty, excitement and anxiety, like I said, can often feel the same. And it could be very hard at times to really decipher which one to embrace, right? Because sometimes our anxiety wants to get the best of us. But yet sometimes that excitement is just, it's a thrill, until sometimes that bit of like a high sets, you know, wears off and, and reality sets in. So for me, after coming out of one of the most difficult seasons, I had realized that my anxiety had reached its peak and it forced me to take a huge step back. And that's why given these past few months, kind of taking that deep dive and doing that inner work and getting crystal clear on, again, where I'm at, where I'm currently at and just accepting that accepting that whether it's great or it's mass, whatever that is, let's just accept what is. And taking again the inventory and accountability of how you've landed in whatever season or situation you're currently in. And then making those fine tweaks to refine and define so we can move forward in a way that is conducive to the betterment of wherever we're headed, right? That direction. So after taking that huge step back, I realized it wasn't so much of just like a step back. And to be honest, life literally shoved me hard. It knocked me to the ground in typical Rachel fashion. I would spring back up and I would try again and again and again and again and again, right? Like that's just what, you know, when somebody gets knocked down, you just want to come back fighting. You want to come back harder. You want to come back doing more. But the reality is, is that when life sometimes just has to knock you upside the head and just, hey, listen, stay down. There's something I'm trying to teach you. 
And it was in this time of getting just knocked down that I really, really understood. And I finally got the memo that life is teaching me something. And this is something that, well, to be honest, it was tough, right? It's tough when we kind of just get the wind knocked out of us and we're down and we have nowhere to go and we can't just get back up because we're exhausted, we're tired, we don't have options or, you know, our situations have changed or relationships have ended or whatever that looks like in your season. Just knowing that it's okay to sometimes in that bottom to just rest. Finding stillness to just rest and restore could really help with bringing that clarity and letting that dust settle so we're not trying to swim against this murky, muddy water, but yet finding some inner peace in just being. And when I look back at everything, one of the lessons that I've learned is for me to move forward, and this was quite hard because as individuals, we kind of hold on to these relationships and the people that have gotten us there and we could be excited to carry them and bring them into this new season with us. But in all honesty, it was something that I learned was that not everyone could or would continue on my journey with me. And that was painful to think about letting those individuals go, letting pieces of me go, and what it would be like shedding pieces of myself. So that includes the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it hurts. It hurts to look back on how I'd gotten here, all that I've done, accomplished, and achieved, and not feel grief. Like, how do you not? If you are a human, you have emotions. And it's so important to give those emotions a space to be felt. And I think that if we're in this place where we're always doing and going, that we don't have an opportunity to just be. And in the being is where we get to feel. And the being is where we get to grieve. We get to process and we get to experience all of what is inside that is trying to make its way out. So it's definitely been hard to think about those lives that I've touched or been touched by and all the lessons and blessings and the relationships that I've experienced to get to this point where I'm now forced to let go of what once was so I can make room for what's to come. And it was not was, but still is quite challenging. And I realized that with each step forward, it's like you're gaining that momentum, but then you find yourself sometimes going too fast. You get tripped up and you're wanting to run away. Sometimes you just run run away from it all. Like, where do you go? You just want to maybe crawl up in bed and pull the blankets over your head and just, just shut everything and everyone out. Sometimes that's okay too. And I found myself in those situations more times than I personally have felt comfortable doing because that's just something that I would say that I'm a fighter. And I think that many of you are because if we're go-getting ambitious individuals, we don't really think of it as, no, we have to do, we have to keep going. But I think just having that time to step back and be alone with myself, it gave me so much clarity. It allowed me that time to heal and grieve, bringing, you know, clearing those gray clouds and the sky started opening up and, you know, newness and brightness and and some amazing things came in. But I realized that even in the midst of it, it feels like hell. It feels so hard and heavy. And I was just really tired of being stuck. 
I was tired of feeling like I wasn't making any progress in my life. Like the harder I tried, the more difficult it became. I felt resistant. I felt resistance. And it took me a while to realize that to overcome these feelings, I needed to let go, not only of what no longer serves me, but also of the people, places, and things that once did, but now are holding me back from moving forward in my life. So looking back, I, you know, like I said, hindsight is our best teacher. And as I look back, I realize what a fighter I am. And I know so many of you are too. And I don't think that we give ourselves enough credit. I don't think that we give ourselves enough belief that we are overcomers, that we can do anything, we can be anything. But yet, if we allow the external and outside factors of just just life get in the way, we miss out on who we are capable of becoming. And so I look back at this woman, myself, and you too. I mean, this is for all of us. As we look back at the warrior we are, that we can feel such an immense gratitude for the life that she once lived that she got to experience a life worth living. And through daily practice of gratitude, I personally can now have a more positive, healthy, and loving relationship with myself because I've had to forgive myself. I've had to give myself grace. I've had to come to terms with certain things in my own personal life. And I encourage you know anyone listening to do that as well. Because as we accept that in our own lives, it makes room and shifts that narrative and perspective for us to bring in more positive, healthy, and loving relationships in your life as well. So what goes around comes around, right? So if we think of how we're treating ourselves, how we're showing up for ourselves, how are we doing that for others in the world as well? But more importantly, how do you see yourself? How are you showing up for you? And that was a question that I'd ask for myself. How do I see myself? Am I showing up the best I can? Am I showing up in a way that makes me feel like I'm making that forward progress? And the truth is, I was. I was showing up the best I could in those moments. And I have to be willing to give myself props for that because it's tough. It's tough to not want to do much of anything when you feel like you get knocked down. And I've realized now, looking back, that each step is what made me who I am today. And I have such an immense love and appreciation for myself that looking back at some mishaps, mistakes, whether it was intentionally or unintentionally or by my own design or just life happening, I look at each of those pieces as breadcrumbs into the wholeness of who I am. And without those crumbs falling off, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. And I encourage you to, again, see yourself in that. Take that for yourself because you are everything that you need to be. And what I've realized is that I've discovered on this path, you know, just how lonely and messy and just like isolating it can feel. But it's a place that only your healing journey can begin. And I realized that I had to give myself permission to extend grace, to be compassionate with myself and be grateful for the lessons and the season I'm in, even the discomfort. I've learned that when you are living in gratitude, 
that it's impossible to feel depression and anxiety and just feeling overwhelmed when we are in that state of looking at things from a positive lens and trying to find that silver lining. And I think that's a beautiful thing. The silver lining really is that light in that darkness. And if we have that little glimmer of light, that's the hope that all we need is just a little little speck to keep our focus and attention on. And when I realize that when I'm grateful, I feel good. I feel so much better. And that's where my heart expands, my mind clears, and my body actually relaxes. It becomes more easy to just be. And gratitude has really been that focal center point that allows one to just be. There's nothing you have to do, nothing you have to take care of, nothing you have to think about. It's just connecting with your mind, body, and soul. And gratitude really has, it's just been a huge game changer in my life. It's really an essential tool that for me is learning how to heal from trauma and loss but also in a way that makes me feel grounded and grateful for everything that comes my way instead of looking at it from a place of, you know, my former self would have looked at it as from a place of victimhood. Like this happened to me. Life happened to me. I can't believe X, Y, and Z. But when we shift that attitude to one of gratitude, we can look at it now and look at it from a place of how life is actually working for us. And so while I'm grateful to, you know, really be alive and have that opportunity to heal. I'm still learning to love myself in this season of brokenness, imperfections and all. And I wanted to take this time to just really share that and, you know, to be honest, just to be open about it. Because I think sometimes even in my own season, if I'm holding on to this, am I doing myself a disservice or fulfilling my purpose and my mission? Am I supposed to be this person who learns it? And if I hold on to this lesson just for myself, where is the gain in that for everyone else? And that was something that I had to really, you know, look within and realize, listen, this isn't about me anymore. This is about coming through and sharing the lessons, wisdom, and insight that I've learned to help someone else throughout their own healing journey. And you know, if there's any way that I can use my story or experiences to better someone else's life or to enrich theirs, then I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the things that have happened to me. And, you know, no matter where you are on your journey, you're not alone. The truth is we're in this together and we're navigating the season with faith, hope, and confidence and knowing that you will become so much stronger braver, and more courageous. And with, oh my goodness, with so many of the lessons, there really is an opportunity to grow stronger and become more resilient and do more of what lights you up, more of what brings you that joy, more of what really feels in alignment with the individual of who you've grown and evolved in through our hardships that, you know, is really this adversity that is shaping us and giving us that character building skills to empower us to become our best and most confident selves. So no matter where you are, We've got you. I'm here. You have support. And sometimes it's just about being so that you can let the heaviness fall to the side. And when we're in this grieving healing process of letting go, the surrendering is what brings us that inner peace. So I want to remind you 
that no matter what happens and no matter where you're at, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are enough just as you are in this very moment, regardless of what has happened before or what will happen next. You have the power to create your own story. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this resonates with you, please don't hesitate to reach out. We all need each other. We are all in this together. And more than ever, you know, let's find this unity in community. Let's bring our healing together. Let's bring our joys together. Let's just experience life together. And I hope you find that inside the Confident Woman community. Of course, everything is in our show notes. Please, they're all resources. Please take advantage of all of that. And until next time, just take care and stay confident. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening.